The following is a KNON Theater of the Air production in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. And now, Gunsmoke, the Army Trial. city and in the territory of the West. There's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers. And that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. I'm that man, Matt Dillon, United States Marshal. The first man they look for and the last they want to meet. It's a chancy job, and it makes a man watchful, and a little lonely. Why don't you watch where you're putting your feet, you jug-headed old fool? What's the matter, Chester? Oh, this dang horse has tromped in every prairie dog hole since we left Cimarron. He'll break his leg yet. We should have brought your mare. That horse is getting too old. Maybe his eyes are going bad. My gracious, he ain't gone 12 yet. He's just pure ornery, that's all. Grumbled about that horse ever since you first got him. Why don't you sell him? There ain't nobody would have him. Besides, I kind of like the old goat. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's a man in the world with as many problems as you have. Well, I don't know as I have too many problems, Mr. Dillon. For that matter, I don't really have none. It's just that my nerves are all tangled up. All right, all right. Never mind, Chester. Yes, sir. Maybe if I had his shoes pulled, he could walk out a little better. Yeah. You think that'd be a good idea? I think it would be fine. Or maybe I could just have them reset. That might be better. Perhaps it would, Chester. Hey, Mr. Dillon, look yonder. That's a wagon, ain't it? Over near that dry wash? Yeah. It is. It's a mighty poor place to make camp. Nobody would make camp in the middle of the day. Not unless there were some trees. Well, then, why did they stop? Some kind of trouble, maybe, huh? We'll swing around that way and find out. Okay. Looks like one of them big Studebaker wagons, don't it? Yeah, it does. It could be these nesters. I don't think so. If they were, they'd likely be trailing some stock. Could be. They're awful poor nesters. No. They've got trouble right enough. You see? They've lost a wheel. By golly, they sure have. Come on, Chester. We'll see if they need help. The man and a woman, Mr. Dillon. Yep. Hello. Uh, hello. Name is Dillon. We seen you coming. The way he was holding that rifle... He must have thought we was Cheyenne. What happened to your wagon, mister? The cutter pin fell out and I let the wheel drop off. You got anybody with you? Only my woman here. Mm. Reset a wheel's no job for a woman. Uh, we can manage. It's a heavy job for one man. We'll give you a hand. He told you we don't want no help. You're mighty unsociable for people with a busted wagon. Now look, mister. 
It's our trouble, and we'll take care of it. There ain't no need for you to bother yourself. Hmm. You're from around Dodge, aren't you? Maybe. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Maybe. You ever been in the Army, mister? No. I've been trying to place you ever since we first rode up. We're just heading west to Homestead. A week or so back, an officer from Fort Dodge gave me a description that fits you pretty close. I don't know nothing about Fort Dodge. Could be your name is Cook, and you were stationed there with the 26th Cavalry. <laughs> you got it all wrong, mister. I don't think so. I'm putting you under civil arrest, Cook, for desertion. Shoot him, Jed! Shoot him! You lift that rifle one inch, Cook, I'll put a bullet in you. All right, Chester. Yes, sir. Go get his rifle. Yes, sir. Jed! Uh, uh, you stand back or I'll blow a hole in you! Get it, Chester. Give me that. You fool, Jed. I told you he was Marshal Dillon when I seen him right up here. I heard you. Maybe you couldn't, but I sure could. And next time, Marshal, I'll have a rifle. And I ain't as slow to shoot as Jed. Just you remember that. All the way back to Dodge, Chester and I rode alongside the wagon, while Jed and Della sat on the box, staring down, talking quietly to each other. It was well past sundown by the time we found a place for Della to stay and put the wagon up at Moss Grimmick's stable. Later, I rode out to Fort Dodge with Jed Cook. It was nearly midnight by the time I had turned him over to the officer of the day and signed the papers connected with the civil arrest of a soldier. The next morning, I was eating breakfast at Delmonico's when Kitty came in. Well, you're up early, Matt. Hello, Kitty. Hello. Sit down. Won't you have some coffee? Yeah, thanks. Where's Chester? Don't tell me he's not hungry. <laughs> no, he's down at Moss Grimmick's. The stable? What for? Well, he went down to give Moss some instructions about a wagon we brought in last night. A wagon? Yep. Belonged to a man and a woman we picked up about 20 miles outside Dodge yesterday. He's a deserter. Name's Jed Cook. Jed? Yeah, you know him? Sure I know him. Him and Della Masters both. They've been going to get married ever since Jed got transferred out here to the fort. They'll have to wait a while now. A deserter? What'll the army do to him, Matt? Hmm. If the war was still on, they'd shoot him. Oh, Matt. Well, that's the way the Army operates. They both seemed real nice. Jed came into town every chance he got. Never caused any fuss. Just had a few drinks, then spent the rest of his leave with Della. They've been planning awful hard on getting married. She especially, I think, Matt. Uh-oh. Marshal, I want to know what they're going to do with Jed. Hmm. Well, he'll be court-martialed, Della. Then what? They'll sentence him. Rotten, stinking army! Now, wait a minute. He fought all through the war and then had eight years of moving around. Pennsylvania, the Dakotas, Missouri, and now out here. Soldier can't pick his post, Della. What do they need Jed for? He's just another man, and the Army's got lots of men. Maybe they don't see it that way. But the Army ain't going to keep him. No matter what they say, they ain't going to keep him. He'll just bust out, and we'll get married like we planned. 
and we'll still get to Colorado. You'll see, Marshall. Now look, Della, why don't you Keep come out of this, Kitty. And I'll tell you something else, Marshall. There ain't nobody going to find us once he gets loose. We got a place we'll meet, and he'll wait there for me. He'll wait no matter how long before I get there. Della, Jed's an army sergeant. He deserted, and he's got to be tried. You know that, Della. I don't know nothing of the sort. He knew what the consequences might be when he decided to desert. He just didn't plan on getting caught, that's all. You're the one who arrested him, Marshal. You're the one who caused all this trouble. And don't you forget it, because I sure won't. Yeah. There's a woman who speaks her mind. Yeah, but she can't seem to get it through her head that the army runs by its rules, not hers. Since the first time I met her, all she's talked about is her and Jed, the place they're going to have, and the family. Well, there isn't much she can do about it now. Matt, you ever had a woman who loved you fight for you? Hmm. Nope. It would surprise you. They can be pretty fierce. Yeah, I guess. Well, what are you going to do now? Nothing. Just wait till the court-martial. They said they'd want me out there to testify. And after that? Then I'm shut out of the whole business. I wouldn't be too sure, Matt. A week later, Jed Cook was brought before a special court-martial at Fort Dodge, and I went out to testify as the arresting civil officer. I said my piece and left, somehow feeling a little sorry for him. From what I'd heard, he'd been a mighty good soldier before he deserted. And that's all I knew about it. Till one evening, after supper, Doc and I were walking back towards my office. Mr. Dillon! Mr. Dillon! Oh, for heaven's sake! Now, when in the world is Chester going to learn that there's no use shouting like that? Well, perhaps it's important, Doc. Important? It can't always be important. <laughs> well, maybe Chester doesn't believe that. I've been looking all over for you, Mr. Dillon. What for? It's that Lieutenant Dustman from out to Fort Dodge. He's waiting over at the office. You say what he wanted? No, sir. I asked could I help, but he said he'd talk to you. Okay, Chester. Well, I'll leave you here, Matt. I think a little rye whiskey would kind of soothe my innards after that supper. See you later, Matt. Chester. What do you suppose that Lieutenant Dustman does want? Mr. Hmm. Dillon? Well, maybe he thinks you want back in the Army, Chester. Me? Back in the Army? Anybody who thinks like that just got two bricks less than a load. Why, my gracious. All right, all right, Chester. It's okay. Lieutenant Dustman? Hello, Marshal. Chester here says you want to see me. Yes, I do. First, let me show you this. Oh? What is it? Read it. Before a special court-martial, which convened at Fort Dodge, Kansas, so forth, so forth, violation of the 58th Article of War, specification in that Sergeant Jedediah Cook, Duke Bay, 26th Cavalry, did at Fort Dodge, on or about the 6th day of March, desert the forces of the United States. I don't need to read this. I know the verdict. Marshal? The court found him guilty of the charge and the specification. 
He was sentenced to two years at hard labor with forfeiture of any pay and allowance due to him. Well? Following the court-martial, I was put in charge of the detail taking him to Leavenworth. The second night out, he tricked one of the guards and escaped. We couldn't pick up an, on his trail, but I believe he circled back to Dodge. Mm. The man had a few silver dollars and wanted to hide here. It wouldn't be hard. That's why I've come to you. You get more cooperation from the townspeople than the army can. And I want this man back where he belongs. I will search every house in this town until I get him there. Mm-hmm. How many troopers are here with you? About twenty. Hmm. All right, Lieutenant. I'll do what I can to help you, but I want those soldiers out of town. That's ridiculous, Marshal. I won't pull them out until we find Cook. Lieutenant, no man is going to break and run if there are soldiers posted around town. And anyway, before the week was out, your soldiers would be shooting down some citizens by mistake. <laughs> now look here, Marshal. I don't want 20 soldiers all looking for a target. Now, do you want my help or not, Lieutenant? <clears throat> yes, I do. All right, then get your men back to the garrison. I'll find Cook for you, if he's here. When you do, Marshal, I want him turned over to me. If I find Cook, he'll be turned over to the commanding officer at the fort. Good night, Lieutenant. Good night. <clears throat> One more thing. Yes? Cook knows what's in store for him if he's caught. He won't be taken in easily. A fellow like that just makes you wonder how either side won the war, don't it? Chester? Yes, sir? I'm going over to talk with Della Masters. You better stay here. Well, what in the world are you going to talk to her for? She just ain't about to tell you where Jet's at, even if she knows. Maybe not, but if she's sensible, she can make things a lot easier for him. I'll see you later. Who is it? Matt Dillon. Open the door, Della. I don't want to talk to you, Marshal. You're going to. <sighs> what do you want? A couple of nights ago, Jed escaped from the soldiers who were taking him to Fort Leavenworth. That was what we planned. Planned? I told him to try it the last time I saw him. I see. Lieutenant Dustman thinks Jed circled back into Dodge. Has he been here? Maybe he has. Now look, Della. I got Lieutenant Dustman to agree to take his troopers out of town. To take them back to the garrison. What difference does that make to me? It means that Jed could give himself up. Surrender to me. Jed ain't going to give himself up to nobody. If Jed surrenders himself, the court won't be as hard on him as if the army picks him up somewhere later. Look what they did to him before. Sent him off for two years hard labor. Della, I am trying to help you. We don't need no help. Sooner or later, Jed's going to get caught. You can't run away forever. Once we get into Colorado Territory, there won't nobody who finds us. They ain't going to send the army after Jed. Not the army for just one man. And besides, Jed's my man now. He's not a soldier no more. Della, when will you get it through your head that you can't fight the whole United States Army? Jed's done his share of soldiering. More in his share... We've been waiting to get married two, three years now, and I'll aim to wait no longer. Why are you sticking your nose in this anyway, Marshal? You ain't the army. 
I'm paid by the government, Della. It's part of my job. Well, I'll tell you something, Marshal. You come sniffing around me and Jed, I'll shoot you. That's pretty foolish talk. No, it ain't. I planned it out how me and Jed are going to meet, and where, and there ain't nobody going to interfere. This was all your idea, wasn't it? What? His deserting. What if it was? I ain't going to wait forever. You're making a mistake, Della. Not the way I see it. I just want my man and the life that goes with it. Besides, I know what's best for Jed and me. Maybe. We'll see. Della? What? Sooner or later, I'm going to find Jed. I just hope nobody gets hurt. Della's wagon's still down at the stable, Mr. Dillon. She ain't come near it save once or twice, just to get some things out of it. Well, keep on watching, Chester. She'll leave one day soon. We'll just follow her to where that filly cook is, huh? Yep. That don't sound too hard to do. It shouldn't be, Chester. You figure we'll have any trouble following her? With, uh, what a big old wagon and all? Not unless it rains and her trail gets washed out. There ain't been a cloud in the sky for more than two weeks. Marshal? Hello, Moss. Moss? There's something wrong, Marshal. What's that? You know that big Studebaker wagon of Miss Dell's down to my place? Yep. What about it? It's empty. Empty? All her equipment. She's took it all out. Well, that don't matter, Moss. She can't get nowhere without that wagon. Just a minute, Chester. Go on, Moss. Well... I often don't have occasion to walk out back near where the wagon is. I just kind of spell Chester, keeping an eye on it like you told me. But today, after he left, I had to go back for some barrel staves. And that's the first time I looked at it close like. Moss, when was the last time you saw Della? Two nights ago. She was out back in a little spring wagon. She said she'd come by for some blankets out of the Studebaker. And you say she'd been by a couple times before that, huh? Yes, sir. Well, she's outsmarted us. What do you mean, Mr. Dillon? We've missed her. She got her stuff and headed out. You better get our horses saddled, Chester. Yes, sir. We'll swing by her rooming house to make sure she's gone before we try to pick up her trail. Now get moving. Twenty minutes later, we checked the room where Della lived. And the landlady said she'd left two days before. She didn't know where. I knew now that my only chance to find Jed Cook was to track Della the best I could. She couldn't travel fast driving a spring wagon cross country, but tracking was still a chore. And the next evening about sundown, we realized that we'd lost her. What are we going to do now, Mr. Dillon? There's no use trying to track her any further tonight, Chester. We'll pick up her trail in the morning. Yes, sir. We'll camp in that cottonwood grove up ahead. If she should pass near here, she won't see our horses. Hey, Mr. Dillon? Yep. What? Don't it look like there's a hut of some kind in them trees? Yep. Sure does. Do you suppose this is where that jet is hiding out? The likely place. Della was traveling in this direction. You mean we beat her here? Maybe. She could have known we were following her. Dropped off in one of those dry washes to lose us. We was pretty lucky then. We don't know he's there yet. No, sir. Alright. We better pull up, Chester. We'll go in from here on foot. Yes, sir. My sure is quiet. Dad's up now. Yes, sir. I wonder how Della gave us a slip like... Oh, my gracious! 
Mr. Dillon, look. Yeah, I see it, Chester. Well, guess Jed Cook won't be going back for trial now. Nope. You reckon it was Indians done that to him? Yeah, he's been tortured. He sure didn't have much chance all by himself, did he? Not much. Poor fella. Hold it, Chester. There's somebody over there. It's Della, Mr. Dillon. Yep. It was Indians, Marshal. They hurt him. They hurt him real bad. But he was still alive when I got here, four or five hours ago. He was lying right there where he is now. Didn't want nothing, not even water. Except for me to talk to him. About Colorado and our farm and such like. Della. Then, after he died, I had a long time alone here. Time to do some thinking. I got a feeling I got things figured straight now. Is that it? That's right, Marshal. Too bad it took this to do it. Yeah. But it wouldn't have worked the other way. The way I had it planned. I know that now. He only had another year to go. Then he'd have got discharged and you could have gone to Colorado like you wanted. I loved him so much. I guess I just couldn't wait. Women are like that sometimes. Yeah. Well, what can we do now, Della, to help you? Bury Jed right here. He would have liked that. It's about as far west as he'll ever get now. have been listening to a K-N-O-N Theater of the Air production of Gunsmoke, The Army Trial. The cast for today's show, Mike Damasio played Matt Dillon, Rob Frey played Chester Proudfoot, Retrado played Kitty, Ken Schwartz played Doc, Daniel Lunt played Jed Cook, Sebastian Carey played Della, Evan Schwartz played Lieutenant Dustman, and Daniel Lunt played Moss Grimbeck. The KNON Theater of the Air is made possible in cooperation with Lone Star Sound and the Art Center Theater of Plano, Texas. This is your announcer, Sam Baker. <laughs>